a far more serious issue. We've been talking a lot about family doctor shortages across Canada on this show. Nearly 1 million British Columbians are currently without a family position. Approximately 4.6 million Canadians do not have a regular access to a primary care provider, according to stats. But this next story will give you a much clearer idea of just what the impact of those shortages can be on individuals. A woman in the Victoria area took an ad out in a local paper over the weekend with a simple title, Wanted BC Licensed Medical Professional for Subscription Renewal. Urgent, please. It goes on to explain the circumstances surrounding the plea, a familiar one now. A couple's family doctor had retired back over Christmas. They simply had no luck trying to find someone to fill that void and to fill her 82-year-old husband's prescriptions. Janet Mort says she was reluctant to go public but had nowhere else to turn. Husband Michael is dealing with a variety of medical conditions, including recovering from recent brain surgery. Now, BC Premier John Horgan, who recently chaired a gathering of provincial and territorial leaders asking for more health care funding from Ottawa, was asked about the ad today and the reasons behind it. His answer, a bit flippant. He says he's considering using the same approach as the couple to pressure the federal government to increase health care funding to provinces. Uh, maybe I'll take out an ad in the paper. I don't know. Um, I suspect we're going to do that anyway. But uh, I've been pretty candid uh, with uh, the federal government about this, as have my colleagues. Again, uh, this isn't a, a question of partisanship. It's not a question of a region. It's the whole country. It's not clear that more funding would actually solve this. Is actually the only problem here. But still. So what happened in the couple's search for a doctor? And what does the woman who happens to be an Order of BC recipient who placed the ad make of the Premier's comments today? Janet Mort joins me now from the Victoria area. Janet, thank you so much for your time tonight. Hi, I'm, I'm happy to be with you. It's Ben, right? It is, yes. I know you've been happy doing a lot of interviews. Happy to be with you, and I'm a great <laughs> fan of dill pickles in any form, so I'm going to hang on and listen to this story after. Well, I, I, I was, wasn't going to ask you that, but I'm glad you brought it up because I'm, I'm, I'm curious to know what that dill pickle pizza will taste like. I've never actually tasted it myself. so I'll try one if you send me one. <laughs> absolutely. We'll try and figure out how to get you one a little later in the show. You know, this is such a familiar story. We've been doing stories about family doctor shortages, you know, primary care physician shortages for a while now. Uh, but, you know... How long had you been seeing your previous family doctor? Because it's such a family, a familiar story. Suddenly they retire and you've got nowhere to go. Uh, Michael, uh, uh, the only comment I make about your introduction is the brain surgery <clears throat> was not so recent. Michael had brain okay. surgery about 12 years ago. Okay. Um, but it has left him with numerous uh, deficits in his health of uh, He's uh, clinically deaf uh, from the surgery. Um, a number of other conditions have developed, falling, losing balance. Uh, so I have Michael sitting here with me, by the way. Um, uh, I have been Michael's caregiver since that brain surgery. He had to uh, quit work. Uh, he was a, a special school counselor at the time. Um, and so I take very seriously my responsibility for looking after Michael's health and making sure he's well cared for. And I did find a marvelous Dr. Cox uh, who specialized in uh, geriatric and challenging medical conditions. And Michael was with him for, uh, I, I would, I'm taking a guess now, but I would say eight to 10 years. And he was 
excellent. He could see problems coming before they happened. He knew the right specialist to send Michael to for connected issues, and, and we were we were blessed. And we told him every time we saw him that we were blessed. Uh, he gave us six months' notice. I mean, really, he was 75. It was just quite okay, in our view, for him to retire. He tried to sell his business, but uh, no one's buying doctors' businesses these days. Uh, and so we were left at Christmas um, with refills for prescriptions. And Dr. Cox assumed, as did we, that we would find a doctor. He tried to help us find a doctor and assign Michael. So that's the the long and short of it. Uh, Since Christmas, he recommended that I try, in the meantime, before I found a doctor, that I try to tell us my health, that he thought it looked like a good option if we we were stuck. So uh, we did. Um, And for several visits when we needed something for Michael. I I have my own doctor, by the way, who specializes in women's issues. Um, So she couldn't take Michael. Um, We were quite satisfied with what we got with TELUS Health, um, but Michael's health started to deteriorate and new symptoms started to develop. Um, I am, we've been married 51 years. we have a wonderful partnership and a beautiful home, and we're happy. Um, but I have become very frightened in the last four or five months that we could be dealing with prostate cancer, and I needed somebody to take that on and help us find out if, if there definitely is a prostate issue, which is common in elderly men. But if there's cancer involved, it needs to be dealt with quickly. Um, so I needed a doctor for that. And then I got a, a double blow last Wednesday. Uh, first of all, our pharmacy called to say that Dr. Cox's prescriptions had run out. Uh, nine medications were involved related to anti-seizure drugs that's connected with the, the previous brain surgery. Um, drugs that help him from keeping from falling. He had to have a pacemaker put in two years ago. Because he was falling, he broke his hip when he fell. Uh, So we live with a lot of caution and a lot of happiness. Um, But no doctor. But no doctor. No doctor and no prescriptions. So I thought, okay, I'll call TELUS Health. uh, uh, And we need, obviously, to see a urologist. Um, I called TELUS Health again, and much to my astonishment, they said that they, too, were having problems finding physicians and they had no appointments available in the foreseeable future, which extended right through to October. So wow. uh, that that was a double blow. Uh, I it don't must cry have been, all I mean, that I can't imagine but that took me to tears that night. Yeah. I was awake most of the night, and by the morning, I had come to the conclusion that the only thing I could do was go public. Uh, we've both been in public service our whole careers at uh, at me at a senior level, uh, actually worked in government for four years as a, as a superintendent of education. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't go public. We don't do that. And no. we're also a very private pair, and our family's private. It was a very difficult thing to do. But I asked Michael, because it's Michael's life that was on the line, if he was okay with uh, with the publicity that would come with it. 
like calls like this uh, and okay with with revealing his medical condition, which only close friends know about. And he said, and hesitant, if that's what we have to do, that's what we have to do. So uh, the Times colonists helped us with the cost of the ad. Uh, They thought it was an important issue, and they doubled the size um, uh, at their own expense. and uh, now here we are. And so I want you to guide me with the questions. There's, there's so of many course. stories here. I've yeah, I know. There's many, many, many stories. Uh, I'm speaking with Janet Moore. She placed an ad in the Times Colonist, which is a local Victoria paper over the weekend, simply asking for a doctor to fill up prescriptions. She's explained why that is. When we come back, we'll talk a bit more about uh, what the reaction was to the ad um, and and just you know what the problem is and, and what having a couple like Janet and Michael having to go public in their search for a doctor means broadly. Uh, We'll be back with that. Our guest is Janet Mord, who retired in 2007 after a 35-year career as a teacher, principal, and superintendent of schools here on Vancouver Island. We're speaking about an ad that she placed in the local Victoria Times colonist over the weekend, simply asking for someone to help her and her husband out. They needed a doctor to fill prescriptions and simply had nowhere else to turn. It's a story that we know a lot about anecdotally, but we don't hear personal stories like this one very often. It was a difficult decision uh, for Janet and Michael to go public as well with their search for a doctor. Were you surprised by the reaction to the ad, Janet? I mean, it's been, people are talking about this. I'm very surprised. I think I've counted this as my 29th uh, media conversation, Um, some here in our home and, and some on air, some from across the country. This isn't a situation that belongs only to BC, as I'm sure you're well aware um, this system is broken. Um, we've had, now it's over 200 emails and they're coming in. Uh, I, I've averaged about 10 today, about 10 every 30 minutes come in. Um, I'm, I'm heartbroken by what I'm hearing. I had no idea. And I really wonder how many people do have an idea of how bad it is out there. Um, We've had um, probably 20 doctors in the emails, some of all of them wishing they could help us, some offering to do Zoom meetings, some offering to be temporary doctors from if we could get to the lower mainland. Uh, all, everyone expressing compassion. The saddest ones are people who don't have the voice that I have. Uh, I've been in the system a long time. I was a superintendent in the local school district as well as in government. I'm well known in this region. Uh, people have reached out with their very deeply personal stories um, and asked for help, asking me for help, asking me if I get more doctors than I need, could I share with them who contacts me? Can I can I help them? I have not been able to find anybody who has found a new doctor in the last couple of years. Uh, no, I know. There's yeah. nothing. No. Um, people who are sending me tips, lovely people. I got a tip today from a woman in Nanaimo who told me how she goes at 7.30 in the morning to the medical clinic to, to hoping to be the first in the lineup but if the, at the 9 o'clock opening. But if the lineup is too long, she moves to the afternoon lineup and starts the afternoon lineup so that she can get in in the afternoon for a prescription. Like the, yeah. It's, These the, are the stories tips are on how to survive. That's what they are. They're, they're tips on how to survive. It's so wrong. An 85-year-old woman who 
contacted me and said, my husband just died and he managed everything in our home and I don't have a doctor and I don't know what to do. Can you tell me what to do? The personal stories are heartbreaking. What did Um, you make, you know, the Premier was asked about this today. You know, this is this is his job at the end of the day. Um, he was asked about it. I, it felt like it was a bit flippant, but, you know, that's not necessarily out of character. Um, what did you make of what he had to say? I was surprised and initially really hurt. His office called me later today and uh, explained that there may be an ad campaign in the fall that might be coming up and he was kind of speaking ahead of time. Um, I've been on a microphone myself many times and we make mistakes. And I think that that was a mistake. Um, this is, uh, I've seen people saying on the internet since this is not a joke. This is not funny. And, uh, so, um, but there doesn't seem to be, I mean, there's no easy solutions here. You've, you've perfectly described with the emails that you've gotten, your own situation, given your background, you know, just how difficult this whole system has become to navigate for everybody now. I, I really want, and I'm going to say it quickly so we can fit it in. Uh, I think this, um, I was a part of the Sullivan Royal Commission in 1989. In fact, that's when government hired me to help implement the 89 recommendations they made about education. Education was a disaster and in the dark ages, and that's why they established a royal commission, which means for our listeners that it is arm's length from government. Uh, For two years, um, a group of about 14, a team of about 14, traveled every community in the province to ask, what's wrong with education in your area What's your opinion? Uh, resulted in, after two years of investigation, 89 recommendations to government. And I was responsible for implementing the recommendations for the K-3 program uh, with all of the ministry staff and a team that came in from the province. We need a health royal commission. That is the, as far as I'm concerned, it's the only route to go. It's arm's length from government. It takes the blame out of it. It takes it out of politics. It puts real people on on the ground in the province talking uh, to each other and to people who are highly trusted uh, in uh, at the provincial level, non-governmental people. This isn't about blame. This is about fixing the system. And you, I think we have to start over. We and that's what we did with the in four. It took us four years and. All the K to three classrooms in the province were using research-based practices that had been also studied in other countries. This is what we need. We've got to start over. And you know, two weeks ago, I was thinking they won't fix the system before I die, and my family's in trouble. I've got two great, three great grandchildren. Um, two of them don't have a doctor. My granddaughter, who's a single mom and with an autistic child, doesn't have a doctor who's moving out of town right now. My son, who's 59, and his wife haven't had a doctor for five years. And we're, we're a strong family. And we're, we're medically falling apart. So Janet, uh, that's my... And yeah. I've asked for a meeting with um, uh, Premier Horgan because I want to tell him about this royal commission that I lived with. He didn't. He wasn't and, in politics at the time. It worked. No. 
It worked. Janet Mort, we'll have to leave it at that, and for which you received an order of BC, of course, as I was mentioning off the top. Janet, thank you so much for sharing your story. I know how difficult it's been to tell this story over and over again, but it's important that people know it, and I really appreciate you, and best of luck to you and Michael as well. I hope you have that doctor and you get the care you need. We have an appointment for next Thursday with a new family doctor. Super. Thank you, Janet.